You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 448. Superhero action, outer space adventure, young romance. This one's got it all. Welcome to episode 448 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I'm Paul French, and today I am Longbox Anniversary Lad. Oh? Yes, because we were uh, we were kind of a uh, getting ahead of the game last week, because uh, you and I both had things going on, so, mm-hmm. uh, so we yeah. had pre-recorded the episode the week before. We do that sometimes. But in the, uh, in the interim... Mm-hmm. Um, I joined our good friends Caleb and Mosby, and oh. uh, and got to hang out on the three hundredth episode. Wow! Yeah, of ta- of Tales from the Long Box, which was awesome. Had a great time uh, hanging out with them because we went through and uh, um, Justice League two hundred. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I'm so upset. It is. A fantastic issue, and so we got to go through and talk about all the cool little art stuff because you had so many great artists on that. Oh, book totally, and, totally. Uh, it's just yeah, it, it was fantastic. You know, I realized that I hadn't read it pretty much since it came out, and so it was really neat to to read through it again. And, mm-hmm. um, and well, it's definitely of its time. You know, I mean, it's a classic. Just oh, yeah, story, yeah. You know? It is of its time, so it suffers a little bit from today's demands of the comic book writer, because each one of those chapters would be three comic books today. That's exactly what one of the things that we said. You know, is, 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 you know there, there's this one bit where uh, uh, Firestorm has to uh, basically, uh, you know, Martian Manhunter bursts burst through the wall, and uh, Firestorm's got to figure out how to fix it, and you know he does so in two panels, and that would be a whole issue. That'd be a whole now. thing yeah. right now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> huge, huge congratulations to uh, to Chris Mosby, Caleb Gerard, and our good friend Murray Fox as well, who wasn't able to join us that day. Uh, but uh, huge congratulations to them on 300 episodes. That is freaking awesome. And um, and it's always it's always fun, uh, you know, hearing them talk about uh, about funny books. And it's even more fun getting to join in, as opposed to just you know when you're listening to them saying to your to your uh, <laughs> to to your listening device say, saying, oh yeah, but what about this? And and it's neat when when you actually get to say that, and it's like, oh yeah, they answer. <laughs> yeah, they do. Wow. And so yeah, had a lot of fun with that. Shocking everyone. And and, and I th- I think the kids join in at one point because they were ah. uh, they were getting a little wild and woolly. I, I I was making good use of the mute button. Um, ah, good, yeah. good, good, good. Yeah, but uh, anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, so so yeah, big congratulations to them. So that's uh, that that's what I that's what I got. Over to you, sir. Well, I am uh, Darren Noel, and tonight I am happily ever after, kid. Because for those of you who know, I'm a big Disney file. No, I heard and about that. And Disney uh, had a long-running uh, fireworks show called Wishes at the Magic Kingdom. And yesterday, Friday, they changed it. Right. It's now Happily Ever After. Um, I watched it. It is about eight minutes longer than Wishes was. 
which was about 12 minutes. This is about 20-ish issues, uh, minutes. So is this the one that they do at the at the end of the night, or is this like a once-a-year thing? Oh, it's this is the end of the night. Okay, okay. It's the end of the night, big fireworks production. But what they've done is they have done projection mapping technology has gotten so much better. Yeah. That the castle is now officially part of the show. Usually it was just colors and okay. maybe some vague shapes that they would project onto the castle. No, no, this is precise animation on the castle. Wow. So if, if you're into art at all, and if you're into the Disney stuff at all, I urge you to go to your YouTube and watch the whole thing and be prepared to have your mind blown because it was amazing. There's, a, there's one point where the castle basically is blown up, blown apart. Whoa. And you can't tell that that castle, parts of it are still there because the projection mapping technology is yeah. that crisp and clean. Unreal. It's it's pretty amazing. They they outdid themselves, and of course, all the fans. You know how fans are; they don't like change. No, you know, a ten year old fireworks show. No, don't change it. We love it, and I love that show too. But this blew it completely out of the water. Uh, wow, just wow. Oh, fantastic! So, so happily ever after, kids. Cheers. There we go. Um, you know, at some point we're gonna have to revisit the button, but um, and fi- kind of finish that off. But we'll do that next week. Mainly because I haven't had a chance to uh, get to the store and read the two. Uh, they got they got me in there day one, two weeks in a row though, and so that's uh, better than they've done uh, in <laughs> a few years. Mm. Um, uh, but yeah, just stuff has been busy, and I was sidelined, so to speak, for uh, uh, much much of the the last uh, week and a half. So mm. um, anyway, uh, I was too. I was stuck in Savannah. So, yeah. Ah, Savannah. Uh-huh. Indeed. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just trying to check. I'm just check- doing, uh, as we speak, I'm also doing a news check. And, ah. Uh, and seeing what is out there. And, is there news? I'm sure there is. Yeah, I'm sure there's got to be something. Probably nothing Legion related, but there, I'm sure there's news about something. You think? Probably. I don't know. It's just, uh, just guessing, just guessing. You know, the funny books, they, they make with the news sometimes. But, they do, uh, they do. God love them, bless their hearts. You know, we're, we're lucky because <laughs> we, we actually have a, a, a you know, uh, on our Facebook page, facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, we do have a lot of a lot of people who are pretty plugged into what's going on. And uh, so usually if I don't see anything on there, it's like, all right, there's nothing happening. Uh, but but what there is on there is a lot of again continues to be a lot of really cool artwork getting posted uh-huh. and uh, and and I mean for that alone, folks. Thank you, thank you. You know, check it out because there is stuff on there uh, constantly and and like artwork you've never seen anywhere else. It's not like you know some things where people oh here's a here's a panel from this book and it's like yes we know um, but <laughs> you yes, know yes, this we. is uh, this is artwork by by different artists uh, for, of different characters and uh, a lot of big name ones too and so really really cool to check out. Um, I love that Karate Kid versus series. Oh yeah, Jason will get one. It's like oh that's cool. Always you cool. Know. Oh man. Yeah. I want to see some weird pairings in that. I want to see Karate Kid versus Ambush Bug or something, you know. 
Just cause. I think he's done that. I'm sure he may have. That. You yeah. know. So Karate Kid versus Brother Power the Geek, make it happen. Oh yeah. Get yeah. your who's who out for the reference. Cause I'm uh, sure. You know, and again, it w- I would wouldn't put it past <laughs> him to have already done so. Yeah, um, probably. You know, hey. I'm trying to go out of the, the normal martial artist <laughs> realm. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Um, um, hey, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy two yet? I have not. Nor have I. That's how. So. That's how crazy life has been here. See, everyone is seeing it, but me. All so I, I need to make sure I get to it soon, but I don't know when that will happen. Honestly, we're heading toward our Christmas season at work, so mm. it's getting crazy at the officina. So there's that. You gotta love being able to talk, start talking about. Uh... <laughs> yeah, Star Lord. I will say this: getting back to the Disney thing, um, you know, there's um, Disney has the rights to the Marvel characters, but there's some weirdness about which characters can be used in which park because Universal has a deal with Marvel and they license those characters oh. for their parks. So there's there's a huge blow up about it. But Guardians of the Galaxy, because they're so obscure, were not included in the original Marvel agreement, I think. Hmm. And so they're not covered by that. So there is now um, a Star-Lord and Baby Groot meet and greet at Walt Disney World. I think there might be one in Disneyland because Disneyland in California is getting a new ride. They're changing the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. That's right, yeah. So, and that's that's become a huge brouhaha. The one in Orlando is staying Twilight Zone. What have they got so. going on there this week? I know there's uh, – I got friends who uh, who went down there this week because of a thing, and I can't remember what it a is. A thing? Yeah, there's a thing going on. At, uh, there's always a thing. At, well, that, and that's it. <laughs> so, like, is, is this new fireworks thing at all of the parks? Oh, this is just Magic Kingdom. Just, All the parks have their own individual shows. So, sorry, this is this just uh, in Orlando, or yeah, would, that's would just they have Orlando. It in, oh, okay, so they wouldn't have it in Anaheim as well. I don't think so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. A- Anaheim um, recently got uh, a show called uh, World of Color with a lot of water effects in it. Uh, so I don't okay. know if they'll be doing anything else. The show that they just put up in Magic Kingdom is going to be around for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. So I think that's why they amped this one up mm-hmm. a little bit. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, any okay? You know what? Let's uh, <laughs> before we get before we get into the issue. We don't we don't have much in the way of of newsy stuff because frankly, the only comic book uh, news I've heard this past week has just been crappy stuff that I wouldn't want to talk about. Oh, um, fair enough. And um, like you do, uh, you know. And, uh, you know, by which I mean, like, I'd rather be talking about, you know, actual comic books than, uh, than, than crap. Yeah. Than, yeah, exactly. And so, um, so with that in mind, uh-huh. a cool superhero thing that you have read, seen in the last week. In the last week? Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> it doesn't need to be new. Well, it's it wouldn't be because I haven't read anything new yeah, yet yeah. in a long time. I guess the the newest thing that I have read, seen that I am hyped about is the final Wonder Woman trailer. Okay, I I have I, that I, dropped, and it was it was a nice. It's nothing specifically new about it, except they finally named um, the female villain Doctor Poison. Oh, that was the one thing that did get 
laid to bear, but the rest of it is all footage that we've seen before. Sure. Okay. For the most part. So yeah, just cut differently, right? Yeah, and, and you know, and it's funny because um, this was a thing that that uh, that I talked about with the guys on Tales from the Long Box, and they were saying, yeah, because because you know this, that movie's coming up soon, and yeah. I'm like, no, it's not coming out till the summer, and he's yeah. like, dude, it's like two weeks. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I was like, oh crap, it's coming out soon. I I gotta get ready. I gotta. Am I going to wear the Wonder Warrior togs to the theater? Yes or no? I don't know. I'm figuring that out. So you know. There's fan and there's super fandom, yeah. right? So you to- know, it's like, totally. Eh. Yeah, eh, I'm, I'm a little on the fence about it, honestly. So you know, yeah, it's hard to them out to the club afterwards. Sure, why not? But well, you know, well, there you go. There exactly. You go. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, for me, it's been uh, I've been I, I've finally kind of completed my um, uh, Doom Patrol pay, uh, trade run. Oh sweet! And so I decided I was gonna start. Um, but I but I thought, you know, rather than. I've heard a lot of talk about how the the Morrison run is basically a love letter to the the original run, you know, the original Doom Patrol, and so I decided to start with Showcase Volume One. Okay. And uh, so I'm gonna read through the showcases, which covers the entire my greatest adventure uh, into Doom Patrol series. So you know all of the stuff with uh, all the crazy sauce, yeah. All of the original Doom Patrol adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, I may or may not. I may or may not skip over the um, the showcase thing, which was very mm. brief. Yeah, it was. It was like like three, four issues, maybe. It was a couple of issues, yeah, and um, and that was basically the introduction of the new Doom Patrol. And yeah. um, you know what I remember of it was it was cool in its way of introducing the new characters, but somewhat un- unspectacular story wise, um, you know. But then you get the you kind of get a lot of that dynamic that in that DC Comics presents um, Doom Patrol issue. Mm-hmm. Which which introduced ambush bug of course yeah and um, and so if I've got those if I can find those those couple of issues I'll I'll check those out but then I will definitely be going through the um, the Paul Copperberg uh, Steve Lytle run uh, which was the first few issues and then Eric Larson took over on art and then of course and then at, Morrison took over on at, at issue at issue nineteen and, uh, and that's when shit got crazy oh and, yeah. And and I have read bits and pieces of that, which doesn't help, right? No. You know, like 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 the the real getting getting the real enjoyment out of out of it is going through the whole thing, and it is crazy. But I've heard a lot of people say that basically he was totally writing his book in the spirit of, in you know, but it was kind of a postmodern take on the way that Premiani was doing, uh, or. Mm-hmm. Premiani was the artist. Arnold Drake was the writer. Is that right? Uh, I don't recall. I'm not. I'm not the biggest. Showcase just... Volume Two. Let's just confirm. <laughs> and uh, written by Arnold Drake. So yeah, Arnold Drake was the writer, and so so Morrison was really into what he did, and so I want to go through that. And uh, so now I have all of his trades plus the Flex Mentalo trade, mm. and um, that was hard to find. So good luck. Well, with that. they no, they came out with a hardcover of it. Oh, did they? Yeah, oh, okay. a couple of years ago, and I have it uh, on the shelf next to me, and um, it's separate. 
Mm-hmm. But it's oh part, totally yeah. But but you know it's it's kind of one of those things where the character gets introduced in one of the story arcs, and then the Flex Mentalo miniseries kind of follows him, and uh, and it's uh, it's Morrison and Quitely, which is always a, a fun team, and uh, so so yeah. So I I was reading some really old Doom Patrol, and uh, um, you know like the original stories that. I, that I remember first reading in one of the uh, DC Digests. Uh-huh. And, you know, that that's how we got our back issues back in the old days. Oh, kids. you know, kids. And um, so, yeah, digging, digging back into some showcases, and I, and I kind of wanted that to take me through the uh, – the full Morrison run of uh, of Doom Patrol, and then I want to go back to um, some of the other showcases. Okay. And uh, because again, as I've said many many times, I love this this ca- this bookcase full of showcases that I've got. I know they look nice, don't they? There are some that I that I kind of picked up and haven't had a chance to dig into, but knowing because I learned the hard way early on that they don't go to reprint a lot on these. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so there are some where I bought them and I just haven't got around to reading them, but I wanted to make sure that I had them when I did have the time to read because I was concerned that I might not be able to get them later on. Mm. And because uh, I tried getting the the early Wonder Woman ones because I thought that'd be fun to read with the kid, and uh, but well, yeah. depends on which ish, um, stories you're talking about. Eh, well, but it's all <laughs> it's it's all Silver Age stuff, so okay, yeah. that's a little safer than the Golden Age stuff. Yes, yes, exactly, and that's precisely why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I know. So. <laughs> but what I've, I've noticed lately is, you know, like I gave her the Justice League one to read, and she read a bit mm-hmm. of that one day in the car, and. Uh, um, so yeah, going back through some of those, cause you know, I've got like the, the full, um, Spectre, which is a huge volume and I've read a few of, a few of the issues in it, but I haven't sat down and read the whole thing. And so, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of attacking those and sort of letting that take me, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, the next step. Now, speaking of the Spectre, mm-hmm. which of course makes me think of John Ostrander, who wrote one of the definitive, um, you know, one of one of the the great Spectre series. Well, yeah, uh, the one he did with Tom Mandrake. Um, so, thinking of 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 Ostrander, he has been do he uh, on his uh, he, he does a a regular blog. I think it's on Comic Mix. Uh, I can't mm. remember which which site it is, but if if you go check out his Facebook profile, he'll actually link to the articles. He has done a breakdown on the uh, Volume Six uh, trade for the. Um, uh, Suicide Squad trades, ah. uh, which basically is the Phoenix Gambit. Uh, the the last one that came out was uh, the the Janus Directive, and uh, so the Phoenix Gambit is next. And this is of course where Waller goes to jail and all that stuff, and it ends off with the uh, with the Barbara Gordon uh, uh, Cliff. Uh, what was what was his name? The new thinker, um, oh, Cliff Carmichael. Cliff, uh, Carmichael, yeah, 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 from Firestorm, and um, so it it basically goes into into that stuff as well, and um, so he did like an issue by issue breakdown. It's like here's what we were going after in this issue, and uh, this is when Raven joins the uh, the squad. Raven from the Jihad. 
Ah, uh, and uh, Ravon. Ravon. Yeah. Raven's a, te- a Teen Titan. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Well, let's just make sure, you know. All right, all right, fair enough. Well, fair although enough. she should have been in Suicide Squad, seriously, for a while. Right, honestly. yeah. Yeah. With that so, origin story, give me a break. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so, but but at any rate, um, he goes into uh, sort of the issue by issue uh, breakdown of of that story arc, and you know, this was when uh, um, it also includes the boomerang uh, origin story, the flashback story, uh-huh. where uh, Digger and Deadshot go to Australia. And um, for his mother's funeral, and as they're as they're coming back, their luggage gets lost, and it's got, of course dead got shot, all the stuff in it. Deadshot's costume is in is in the luggage, and so he's pissed, and so that's kind of a little subplot that plays through it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that one is coming out at the end of this month, I believe. Um, so that's the Phoenix Gambit from uh, from Suicide Squad. So what I love is that they are clearly committed to reprinting uh, that run. Sweet. Which is fantastic. Even better, uh, we get the, the uh, I guess, uh, 50 through 58, which means we're getting the whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, next, uh, the next trade is scheduled for November. And so that'll take us through the... Uh, through the fifties, basically. So we get that, that awesome anniversary issue with the Loa and, um, and that'll take us into the, uh, the search for Ray Palmer's, uh, section of that. Um, this is the good search for Ray Palmer, not the, (laughs) not the, not the weird one. (sighs) And, um, (laughs) so anyway, uh, but, Ray, but, Ray does like to run away, doesn't he? I mean, that's become kind of a defining yeah, trait. I was just going to say, this isn't... Uh, he, he's like the phantom girl of other superheroes. Oh, womp womp. Yeah. Speaking of which, I have to give a shout out to um, Ultra Josh, because nice. I uh, saw him at a little gaming convention on Saturday. So, nice. hi, Josh. How are you? You know, fan girl, I got to bring up Ultra Boy. So. No, absolutely, and, uh, and I'm, of, of, I'm of a mind that uh, that we need to uh, reach out to a lot of our our friends who uh, have have joined us on the show before because uh, I just think to myself, you know, and it was it was it was talking with, uh, with with Caleb and Chris last week. It was like, yeah, you know, we need to bring our our, our other friends on here from time to time, and we, and mm-hmm. and we, you know. It's because we're so busy that 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 planning ahead is uh, so planning ahead is is a challenge. Yeah, let's be honest about it. It it, it really is. For reals. For reals, sir. Yes, I said more that. more so than I'd like to be, you know, admitted to. For reals, indeed. indeed. All right. So with that, we should probably at at, at twenty three minutes in, uh, get into the issue. Or though, do, do although do I have feedback? Do you have feedback? Do I? Well, I'll talk about the cover while you're looking at that. Could you? Uh, it is Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes number 236. Came out in February of some date. We'll get to that when I get inside the issue. <laughs> it's a 60 cent cover, though. So there, there's your timestamp. Um, on the cover, it has, um, let's see here. It's kind of a split cover. It's a triptych, sort of. Um, Oh, excuse me. We have Superboy, Element Lad, Colossal Boy, Shadow Last, Cosmic Boy, Projectra, and Cam fighting some bad guy. We'll find out on the inside who it is. On another of the triptych, we have Monel who is doing the. Um, oh, sorry. The first one was superhero action. 
That's what's going on there. Action. Yes. With, with the Action Comics logo. And in the other one, Monel is fighting some kind of what appears to be a space cruiser, and that's Outer Space Adventure with Adventure like Adventure Comics. Yeah. And down below, it's got Lightning Lad and Saturn Girl and the Young Romance logo from the Young Romance comic. Yeah. This one's got it all. It's a Mike Grill um, and Joe Rubenstein cover. Mm-hmm. And uh, and oh, Rubenstein's such a great anchor. Um, I, I I you know always always dug his work on interiors as well and I always thought he would make a great match for uh, and maybe they did have a few issues where he inked uh, Sherman um, because Sherman and Rubenstein that would be a a really cool uh, mix Um, this was February um, 1978 78 okay I wasn't sure yeah Um, so we're headed shortly toward the Superman movie Mm -hmm. Uh oh yeah well isn't it out already 77 78? No, it came out in 78. Okay. So, yeah, it should be here any day now. Yeah, there was another movie in 77, something about uh, Star Warsy. Something about that, yeah. Um, Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars, hey. Anyway, uh, one other... Th- oh, actually, you know what? <laughs> and here I am digressing. Um, heard from listener Howard Madnick, and uh, he had written Hi, out to Howard. me... Because basically he was looking to... Uh, um, listen to some of the early episodes and because uh, when I set up the feed and even when I adjusted the feed later on I set it to basically handle uh, you know up to 300 episodes Oops. and um, because I thought wow that's a lot of episodes I won't ever, I won't ever need to adjust that again and uh, so when we hit uh, episode 1000 remind me of this oh, okay. um, yeah. I'll get right on that <laughs> I'll make myself a little sticky note here. Hop into the hop into the time bubble. (laughs) Go forward in time. Come out of it and say, "And say, Paul, you you've got to adjust the feed." Um, Paul, do it now. I'll be like, "Why is the feed an asshole?" Um, uh, Yes, uh, yes, it is. Anyway, roads where we're going, we don't need roads. Thank you. Anyway, so he pointed this out to me, so I adjusted it to a thousand. So. That's, now it's future Paul's problem, and screw that guy. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he, uh, so I, I sent him a message saying, "Hey, thanks for the heads up. I fixed this." And he said, uh, "Thanks for making it easier for me to catch up. I'm a longtime LSH fan. I think the first new issue I bought was Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes 210 or so. Uh, so he's figuring it was the Soldier issue." Yeah, that sounds about right. And he says, hearing your early Fatal Five podcast and the uh, reference to NTI Energy brought me back. So that's awesome. And uh, glad you're digging the show. Glad you're uh, you're digging back. Man, that stuff's a lifetime ago. Um, Don't you know? And because I'm bad at math, I uh, (laughs) I don't think we covered this one. Um, And if I did, oh, well. Um, Eh, it happens. Did I talk about uh, about the one with the with just looking at some of the new Rebirth series? Yeah, I think we we talked a little oh, bit we about did Rebirth the, last okay. week. Yeah, did we do or that? last week week for those of you? Yeah, catching up, okay. Okay, okay. so I I probably already covered this one. So you probably did. Um. Yeah, some of the yeah he gave some of examples of some of the new Rebirth series and what's good about them. So yeah, I think he, yep. I think we did cover that. Okay, so um. No, that means I've done all this stuff with those things. Oh, um, 
And also, we may have won the PCH sweepstakes. Oh, sweet. So, um, finally, this is all paying off. <laughs> um, and it says for more details and claim and claim contact fiduciary via. Um, so of course I'm going to email them back and. Do you want my social security number? I I think they do. Oh okay. Yeah. Fair so all right. So don't go giving it to me, the guy you've known for years. Uh, <laughs> let's instead give it to these random. Uh, yeah. My social security number is four. Yes. Because in gay years, that's how old I am. In a row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I thought I thought in, in in gay years you were eighty three. Um, as you can cube that number now. I oh think. my! Oh yeah. my! Yeah, yeah, I'm afraid so. On the t- off the top of my head, sir, I don't think uh-huh. that I don't think that I can. Oh uh, well, you know. Yeah. That's why the calculators are there. I know. And who was the calculator? Um, oracles. See, I was just going to say, and you see, know, again, again, he was adjusted to be basically like the Cliff Carmichael thinker. Yeah, kind of. Right? Like, like, like that. When, when you look back at, at some of these sort of recharacterizations, it's like, you know, because Carmichael as, as a, as a foil for Oracle was fantastic. Oh, totally. And, um, so yeah, I, I often think about that, and uh, and definitely calculator was kind of going back to that and giving her someone who is you know at her level, and uh, although calculator is much smarter than Carmichael because he was a dumbass, mm-hmm. um, even but, with his little chippy mind. But go back and look at the old who's who's, and you can you don't you only need the one issue that is the first one of the C's look at calculator and calendar, man. I think they might actually be on the same page at least you're half a page. Yeah. If, if you knew then in 1985 ish, when that issue came out, that calculator was going to be such a big deal in the DC universe 20 years hence. Mm -hmm. And if you knew 20 years hence that calendar man would be able to be made into a very creepy presence in the Arkham Asylum games. Yeah. You, you might think twice about looking at a character face value from now on. Because all it really takes is a really inventive person, a team, yeah. to look at that person, that character and go, all right, that looks kind of cheesy. Yeah. How can we update this for a modern time and make this villain actually mean something? Or you how know. how can we take that? You know, if we have if we have a we have the building blocks that name, mm-hmm. what can we do with it? Exactly. Yeah. So you know, it just takes a little creativity. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So you're gonna take us in through the issue. Here? Uh, I can take us in yeah. through this issue. Um, let's see here. Do do do. As soon as my eyes focus, that is. Yeah. Um, 22 Titanic Teens. Wow. Mm, alliteration. This is before Teen Titans came out. Titanic Teens. Yes. Uh, each possessing at least one special superpower. Together they are legend, especially since Superboy began to journey through time to 2978 AD to join the Legion of Superheroes. Ah! So now thinking about this, uh, actually, the I guess the original Teen Titans series, which had come back for a brief spell, um, Back in the uh, mid seventies, yeah, probably and, died in the implosion. Right? Well, it died around this time. It died yeah. in seventy eight. Uh, I remember getting like issues fifty one, you know, issues fifty through uh, fifty two or fifty three. 
Yeah, they had that big like Teen Titans East West yeah. team up. And that and, and it just died. That was a pivotal damn comic book for me. Oh really? Oh my god, yeah. Because I didn't know who the Teen Titans were. And uh and so I and my first issue of Teen Titans was getting ish that that fiftieth issue where they've got the because they had all again, it's like how we all buy superhero comics when we're kids mm-hmm. right yeah it, it, it's like wow there's a whole lot of characters and i don't recognize most of them that means this must be cool because i'm gonna get to learn about a whole lot of new characters mm-hmm. and um you know because i recognize robin yeah well at like the you time do. and i think i had seen kid flash in the odd uh, issue of um secret society of supervillains at that point Mm. And uh, but you know I didn't know about him outside of that, mm-hmm. and so well, I... Teen Titans had a cartoon. It was one of those weird, uh, the film you know, yeah. yeah, the filmation cartoons. Robin wasn't in it. That's right. He, he was the odd duck out because he was in the Batman version. Ex- exactly. Yeah. So you had Speedy, Aqualad, Kid Flash with black hair, and a red costume with a white and... lightning bolt. Yeah, and Wonder Girl. Yeah. Which is the only time Wonder Girl was ever, you know, in animation back then or most of the time to now. I I still don't know if she's appeared in animation since Ugh. that series. Yeah. Which is just crazy sauce. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Um and by Wonder Girl I mean Donna Troy. Um or whoever yeah. Donna Troy is Wonder now. Wonder Girl. Yeah. You know, Wonder Girl, you know, like Superboy, yeah. you know, the Avengers of Superman as a boy. Yeah. Um <laughs> So it's just really, really weird when you when you look at all that old stuff and then you pick up a comic like that and you go, because that's, that's how I picked up Justice League. I'm like, oh, Super Friends. Because they were constantly yeah, talking about the Justice League communicator. And it's like, oh, so it'll be the same team. Nope. Yeah. No, and, and, and so no I'm like, what the hell? So, okay. yeah, this this would have been 1978. So um, I saw this issue of Teen Titans. I recognized Kid Flash. I recognized Robin. And that mm-hmm. was it. There was a whole bunch of different characters. And so you had Golden Eagle. You had Hawk and Dove. You had uh, you had Lilith. You had Narc. You had all these different characters. And I thought, well, this is cool. And and basically that, that issue kind of introduced us to all of them and then had them in battle against this Captain Calamity or whatever his name was. Mm-hmm. Captain Calamity. Yeah. Yep. And, so that, and, and so that story took up the last couple of issues and then the final issue was a flashback to the origin of the Teen Titans. Ah. And then that was the last issue and that was the end of it. Forever. Oh, mm. and and uh, Beast Boy was also one of the Titans yeah. on that on that issue. Well, so, they had the original Batgirl, Betty Kane. Yeah, yeah. And, so this you know. this was where I learned about Teen Titans and I thought, well, this is cool. So for me, Titans West was the was the Grail. Like, ah. that's what I really wanted to see. Was I wanted to see that Titans West team, um, because you know, like yeah. So we see a lot of of these other guys, but but these guys, they, there's all these other cool characters that have cool powers. And so the one time that I did get to see that was in uh, one of the Hawk and Dove annuals, and uh, and, and you know because clearly Carl Kies- Carl and Barbara Kiesel uh, at the time were were of of a similar mind of yeah everybody wants to see that mm-hmm. and um, and so anyway so it, it kind of pivotal stuff but that would have been around this time 
and uh, and and you know and and yeah, they got imploded. And actually, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's an interesting article on um, on uh, Comicsology talking about how Rebirth is finally balancing the scales from the DC implosion. Oh, because we're getting more and more titles and such. Well, and or I think because I think that because they're digging deeper into uh, into characters. Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, that's cool. And uh, because that was the whole thing was that we were getting sort of a more varied round of characters and that oh. sort of thing. Anyway, it's a, it's an article worth checking out. I I kind of got through the first little bit of it, but uh, then I had some recording to do, so <laughs> back off. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so so this is what happens when you read the words Titanic teens. Um, I go. Yeah, off well, of, I mean, it's right there yeah, on the page. So you it, know. It, it's a tangent. Take a drink. Um, mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, I just think that this is, uh, you know, when you think about it at the time, for a spell here, the Legion were the one teenage space team, despite the uh, awkwardness of the, here's why they get to appear, you know, why they seem like they look, they look like they're in their 30s, but they're still called Lad and Lass. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a clunky because, thing that was last Because, season. you know... Um, Ten years is actually fifty. Apparently. What? Oh, okay. Anyway, it's, whatever. It's, it's gay years, though, isn't it? No, it's the opposite of gay years. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the opposite. <laughs> they wish. Oh, that. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So this is um, a world born anew, and it is written by Paul Levitz and Paul Kupperberg. Uh, James Sherman and Bob McLeod are artists on this issue. Anthony Tallinn is the colorist. Ben Oda is the letterer. Alan Milgram is the editor. And Superboy is looking at Brainy, and Brainy is looking at Cosmic Boy and Night Girl, who are on leave on Brawl. Talk about, you know, a little intrusive. A little, okay. little weird, right? little bit. A little bit. And Soup says, what's the matter, Brainy? Watching Rock and Lita on leave on Brawl isn't getting you down? Perhaps a little, Superboy. I seem to be the only one who never gets the time to go on leave. Dot, dot, dot. Roll call for this issue is Superboy, Cosmic Boy, Element Lab, Brainiac 5, Chameleon Boy, Colossal Boy, Princess Projector, and Night Girl. Which makes me wonder why Shadow Lass is on the cover. But okay. Yeah. And Brainy says, not that it really matters, I suppose. Ah, snap out of it, Brainy. You just happen to be the Legion's most indispensable member. The boy voted most likely to think us out of a jam. Now, come on. I've been itching for a rematch with you Ever since you beat me at three-dimensional chess last week, Star oh, Trek there should it is. sue. 3D chess. Star Trek should sue. Uh, um, or Star Wars. Or No, Star Wars was on one place, one field. It used to use monsters. Did we, did we really have uh, 3D chess in Star Trek at that point? I thought yes, that- sir. Yes, we did. Really? And I will go and find the picture for you. Yes. Um, and Brittany says, I really shouldn't. Uh, I'm on monitor duty. Says I wouldn't worry about it if I were you, Brainy. If you just look at the screen, you'll see the last thing in the world those two are going to find on Brawl is trouble. And then they go. The name of the game is Magnoball. Oh. Um, well, you'll meet them all shortly. Meanwhile, we joined the game in progress. Nice shot, Lita. We're ahead of the guys, and they thought they could take us. We've got them on the run, Paula. Thanks to these magnetic field bracelets you supplied me with. Wouldn't. Without them, I wouldn't have been, would have been at a slight disadvantage. After all, only natives of Brawl have magnetic powers. Thank you, Exposition Lass. Yes. Hey, how about a little less talking, a little more playing, you two? 
My, my, we certainly are getting touchy when we're losing, lover. Oh, yeah, because look at his face. He's I all know. He's, he's all angry. He's all, bitches, come on. So remember, he was an Olympic-level Magno Ball well, player. Well, that's part so. of it, yes. Yeah. That's true. So let's play ball. I just love watching you lose. Ha, ha, ha. Whoops. Hey, no fair. I wasn't ready. Quick, little brother, get the ball. Ah, so that's Paul. That's Magnetic yeah. Kid. Yeah. That won't be necessary, Rock. Um, one of the ladies says. I don't think it was Night Girl. Oh, it is Night Girl, because I've got it. Oh, for crying out loud, Rock, you used to be a Magno Ball champ. I guess superheroing is taking its toll, kid, but I'm still not going to let some Magno Ball rookie walk all over us. I don't know how to break this to you, Twinkle Toes, but you haven't got a, any choice. Game point. Why, you? Come here, lady. What's the problem, sweets? Are you checking out my equipment or just trying to sabotage my game? Oh, snap. Your trust in me is truly an inspiration, Lilla. Is it? Maybe after the game's over, you and I should get together and talk it over. Talk? That sounds dull. Well, then I'll try to think of something more interesting. Now, now look at her here. Does that, uh, is it just, that totally looks like uh, Sean McManus. Drawing, yeah. Right? Like, like everything about that screams like uh, a game of you from Sandman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not it, 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 it has that look. It also... The big eyes in this big yeah, smile. The, the yeah, the big eyes. Um, it's also looking a little grellish with all the um, muscle tone. Yeah. It's being drawn and inked in there on rock right there. That's, yeah. That's something that's very grellish to me. And and, and that, that was a real signature of uh, of Jim Sherman's style as well. Oh, okay. Like that sort of that the deep shading. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like grell really kind of did did a lot. You know, he did a lot of that that line work. But uh, but but. Um, with Sherman, they were big on the shading, and I don't mean just the the ink shading, but also the color yeah. shading that you see. Yeah. Um, that was a big thing of his style, and it kind of gave it a, a, a sort of an extra bit of dimension, uh, you know, that lifelike dimension to it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes to his detriment, but anyway, well, that's yeah. another thing. It, it's all about style, right? Yeah. I mean, As when I was a kid, I didn't appreciate Kirby's art at all. Yeah, I thought exactly. it was blocky and ugly, but. As I've grown, I've learned to appreciate it. So yeah. there you go. So uh, Rock says, uh, great. But in the meantime, I want to show you how Magno Ball is really played. And he rushes off. Oh, Rock Crin, sometimes you're about as romantic as a Nurk beast, but I guess I love you anyway. Aw. Uh, scruffy little Nerf herder. I know. Here's our chance to make good, kid. Let's not blow it. Right. Can't have the big bad superhero beaten by a mere woman, huh, Rock? Ha. Wow, these attitudes in the 30th century. Yes. My ego's not that big, so shut up and play. The metal ball um, is served and the game resumes, but in the next in instant, rock the court. It's coming alive. From beneath the concrete court comes a seething, churning sea of muck. Help! The other uh, lady um, yells. Rock, you've got to save Paula. Take it easy, little brother. Both Lita and I are wearing our Legion flight rings, and whatever that glop is, we're all flying out of it together. Rock, what's happening here? Don't know, honey, but whatever it is, I hate it. It's all I can do to keep this vile slime from sucking Paula down. Keep in mind that the Legion of Substitute Heroes do possess flight rings. Yes. Um, they hover safely above the ever-growing sea, all precedent accounted for. Rock, almost. I, I hate to play the annoying kid, brother, but get me out of here. <laughs> Oops, sorry, we thought you were safe on the court. 
In the uh, distance, the capital city of Brawl remains thankfully unchanged by the rapidly expanding sea of muck. And as soon as the passengers can drop off and, and costumes are switched, I'm glad you're here, Cosmic Boy. I was just about to call, put out a call for your assistance. But I see you're already in, you've already encountered the problem on your own. And this is the president of Brawl, yeah, who sorry. is a lady. I just want to point out one thing. We have yet to see them use Paul's name. It's true. We haven't. He's been kid. We've been, we've Which seen is Paul. interesting, right? Paula is the girl. Yeah, but we, we have not heard his name mentioned. He has been kid. He has been little brother. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. But I see you've already encountered the problem on your own, the president says. That's just part of it, uh, just part of it, Madam President. But I gather it's more than just a local incident. Yes, the same type of mysterious metamorphosis has been taking place all over Brawl. <laughs> yeah, so so um, they must be chilly. Um, you know, so this yeah, is... because they're wearing nothing. Yeah, this is Bustier, <laughs> uh, Cosmic Boy, and yeah, Night Girl's costume. Um, she's definitely borrowing from the Laurel Kent collection. It's true. It's true. She's wearing her straps. Yes. Yeah. It's a little Vampirella, actually. Well, big time. Yes, yes. It, it, actually, Vampirella would feel that this was a bit skimpy. <laughs> oh, poor Vampirella. Um, poor Vampirella. What does she poor Vampirella. She will always win because Indeed. she she always gets the last bite in, I hear. <laughs> um, new seas have been forming. Mountain ranges have turned to plains. New mountains have formed in the middle of cities. We have no idea what's causing the changes, Cosmic Boy, but we do know that your help is desperately needed. Yours and I've already contacted the Madam President and clearly it's the Legion mm, is right. on the way. Da, 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 da. And a Legion cruiser um, lifts off smoothly from their Metropolis headquarters, knifing gracefully through the skies until, strap in, folks, the course is set for brawl, and we go into hyperdrive now. I guess that's my cue to end transmission, Jan. Good luck. But someone's got to... Oh, thanks, Brandy. Sorry you aren't coming with us on this one. And it is uh, Superboy, Element Lad, Projectra, Colossal Boy, and Chameleon Boy. Um, but someone's got to watch the shop. I know, I know. I'll see you when you get back. Out. And Cam says, sometimes I can't believe the way Brainiac complains about his duties. He's part of the team, isn't he? Mm -hmm. I mean, where else could Brainy find another group like the Legion? We're just one big happy family. Sometimes I wonder, Reap, are we? Colossal mm -hmm. Boy says. And and Cam looks shocked by this. Yeah, he does. He seems like, what? Meanwhile, back on Brawl, uh, Cosmic Boy and Night Girl are flying. Great galaxies, that sludge is the planet. If we could only locate the uh, its... Um, it's source we might, uh, Lita, I think we may have found what's causing all this, but I'll be darned if I can figure out what it is. And it appears to be um, a rocket ship with a laser doing some deviltry. Don't worry about that now, Lover. This looks like a definite case of shoot first and ask questions uh, later. And um, the little alien inside the ship says, be gone. And Cosmic Boy is zoomed out of the picture. Do not disturb me, lad. I have much work and little enough time to do it as it is. Isn't this Watto from uh, uh, it Phantom looks Menace? Like him. It looks <laughs> like him, doesn't it? I'm not going to do the accent, kids. No. Sorry. Uh, Rock's all right, but that guy obviously is not. My best bet's to hit him hard and fast before he can react. Ah! And she gets zapped by the uh, laser beam on the thing. And In fact, it looks like it, you took that character from Star Wars and put him in a kingpin suit. Because you can see more of it. <laughs> yes, yes. Page. 
The gentleman's name is Worldsmith, a planetary architect, if you will. At this moment, he is annoyed. Their continued interference could cause a delay in my schedule, and that would upset my client. I suppose I shall have to dispose of them, and a force beam is the cleanest, quickest means of obtaining the desired end. Alien fingers stab at the control console, and the steel tentacle spews forth a deadly beam, a beam that travels with the speed of light, catching the two legionnaires in midair. Again, we have to make this distinction. Nightgirl's not a legionnaire yet. Mm Mm-hmm. And hurling on into space, its target suddenly gone. Hiya, boys and girls. The Superboy Rescue Squad at your service. The others are waiting below with your friend. So Superboy managed to scoop the two of them up. And the other Legionnaires are heading towards the Worldsmith's ship. Any idea who he is, Cosmic Boy? Negative, Jen. It's the first time I've ever seen him. And he just showed up and started to turn Brawl into muck. And the first order of business is to knock his muck maker out of commission. Roger, we can deal with him later. Let's go, Colossal Boy. Superboy, Nightgirl, follow me. Once Colossal Boy gets our visitor off balance, Great Glorin! And it's uh, Colossal Boy is picking up the ship and turning it. It's basically like a big cube with a long cylinder part where the laser was at, I guess now. Laser. Uh, laser. Hit him. Uh, hurry it up, SB. I can't uh, hold up this contraction forever. Uh, hang on, Gim. And because we're doing it now, and it's him and Night Girl, and we have a cat womb. That take a, counts. Take a drink. Mm. My planet changer. You've destroyed my planet changer, you impudent young fools. This delay will run my cost sky high, and for that, Worldsmith will make you pay. And now there's some energy coming out of Worldsmith, so he's got some kind of power. No sooner are the words spoken than a force like an unseen hand grabs legionnaires, drawing them together, and the very air around them seems to turn to stone. And it has. And within the sphere, oof, even my super strength can't crack this shell. Any luck, Colossal Boy? Uh, nope. All my growing is accomplishing in here is taking up more room. Don't worry, Rock. We'll get out of here and stop Worldsmith. But what if we don't? That's my homeworld he's destroying out there. Doobie-doo-doo. Kaza's really worried, not that I blame him. And since even Superboy's not able to break through this, this shell, I guess it's up to me. Element Lad, either Superboy or Colossal Boy is going to hurt himself unless you do something soon. You must have read my mind, Chameleon Boy, and the something I had in mind was oxygen. We're free! And there's Projector landing the Legion Cruiser. Well, I wonder where she was. Yeah. I've been watching you fight Worldsmith on the view screen, gang, and I think I've come up with a way to beat him in his own game. But first, where is he? Not far away, the alien named Worldsmith goes about his business, but his job is far from complete. The delay was not as bad as I feared. My own energies are more than adequate to shape this world to my client's specifications. I wonder if he's working for Darkseid. Yeah. Um, suddenly, enough is enough, Worldsmith. I'm through watching you mess my world up. Hmm, the lab possesses magnetic power sufficient to disrupt my energies. I find that most surprising. Yeah, well, it's about time someone knocked you down off your high horse, Worldsmith. I'm just glad it was me who got to do it. Now, are you going to leave quietly, or do I? Shall I take that as a threat, lad? Take it however you want, creep. You're finished. I have the power to reshape worlds, boy. Can even your abilities stand up to that? Child's play, Worldsmith. Child's? Why, you young? Like I said, Worldsmith, it's about time somebody showed you you aren't so great. Causing boy gestures, but once from his previous and from previously barren land, flowers sprout, even as anger grows in Worldsmith. By the stars, you cease to be merely an annoyance, boy. Now you have angered me, and that is not a smart thing to do. For mine is the power to make a mountain out of a proverbial molehill, and vice versa. Mm. And he does so. Not bad, Smithy, not bad at all, Cosmic Boy says. 
But but I've been doing that trick since I was in diapers. By the almighty Vresh. I don't know what a Vresh is, but okay. How, how did you do it, boy? Only Worldsmith has... It's the, apparently what? mighty. Oh, yeah, well, true. Uh, has the power to reshape a world surface. If you're so special, Smithy, how come I can do the same thing without even working up a sweat? How can Cosmic Boy duplicate these feats? The answer lies within the rapidly expanding hill where Colossal Boy and Chameleon Boy lend their unusual talents to this illusion. Uh, you think Worldsmith will fall for this, Chameleon Boy? Let's hope so, Gim, and among all the Legionnaires, we should be able to get Worldsmith really steamed. So Colossal Boy is underneath Chameleon Boy, and Chameleon Boy has disguised himself as a mound of dirt. This is not how his powers work. Traditionally. Again, yeah. This is convenient. And you have projector there. Why? Never mind. Um, grr, you young pup, I will brook no more of your interference. <laughs> First I will destroy your creation, and then you. Huh, the, the mountain does not respond to my commands. What have you done? Done? Why, nothing, Smithy. Don't tell me you're losing your touch. He can try to shrink that mountain until the space cows come home. His powers aren't able to affect animal tissue. Ah, there we go. Losing my touch? I will show you, boy. Oh, goodness. I am as powerful as ever. Energy bolts radiate from Worldsmith, striking them on the ground, where the first strikes, uh, where the first one strikes a river of gas forms. A mere yards away, an entire forest disappears from the face of Brawl. It says the Earth. I'm correcting it. Worldsmith, you swine. You're just somebody's flunky, destroying other worlds, other people's worlds on command like a trained dog. Well, I've got news for you, pal. Your powers are useless here. And you're through. And Projectora is um, projecting some kind of illusion. I've got to keep Worldsmith occupied while the others undo his damage. Um, at least that's Superboy saying that. Thank goodness Projectora is here to cover their m movements with her illusionary powers. Ah, so that's what Projectora's been doing this whole time. Yeah. It is ruined! You're meddling, kids! No, uh, you're meddling... <laughs> has run my cost too high for me to continue. For the first time, Worldsmith must report to his client that he has failed. Your world is safe, boy, but beware. Should our paths ever cross in the future, you will not be so fortunate. So swears Worldsmith. Can the, can the speeches creep? Get lost. You're nothing on Brawl. I go, boy, but mark my words, you will not soon forget my presence on your pitiful little world. With a final haughty gesture, Worldsmith yes. is gone. Vanishing into the black void of space, which opens about him, leaving behind at least one very relieved legionnaire. He's vanishing into that space warp. It's over. Hear that, lover? We... Hey, Tiger, you don't look so hot. That's probably because I don't feel so... Ugh. And he passes out. Well, Worldsmith's gone, and Brawl doesn't seem too much the worse for wear. Actually, it's kind of difficult to tell with the princess's illusions covering the area. But I think it's safe to say we've heard the last from Mr. Worldsmith. Hey, the princess is lifting her illusion from... Oh, so Superboy? Look! Well, I be. Friends, something tells me Worldsmith was on my planet Earth a long, long time ago. We see what Worldsmith has done, and he's created Easter Island heads. Yeah. So there you go. Weird. Very weird. All right. You get the next one. Yes. <laughs> the, um, the, the... Stuff continues. All right. So, <laughs> it does continue. Yes. Guess what? Monel's on vacation. <laughs> without Shadowlass? So unlike him. He's always on vacation, though, whether it's with her or without her. That's true. 
Um, so, for some people, vacation's been getting away from it all, and one legionnaire takes this more literally than most. Monel's vacation has taken him to the outer edge of the galaxy, to an experimental star mine, and now to Monel's one man war. Oh, goodness. Uh, this story brought to us by Paul Levitt's writer, Mike Nasser, Penciler, Rubenstein, and Bryant are the inkers. Ben Oda is the letterer, Mike Nasser is the colorist, and Al Milgram is the editor. And um, so, anyway, he look, looks like he's in the midst of a big um, Star Cruiser battle. And uh, and he says, it's incredible. Legion flight rings must be magnets for trouble. <coughs> yes, I wasn't yes, on the mining platform two hours, two hours before this armada appeared out of nowhere to attack them. And the installation is supposed to be a UP secret. Well, I guess it's some consolation that they couldn't have known I was here, or they wouldn't have sent these robot drone ships. Mm. Uh, between the mines, defense patrollers, and my superpowers, we've pinned them down. And so he, he's making with the heat vision and blowing them up. Um, like you do. Like you do, yeah. And um, <clears throat> then he lands down on the platform and, uh, and says, Before those shockwaves have dissipated in the ether, Monel has returned to the outer platform of the mining, mining station, carefully landing between the stellar radiation accumulators. And um, the guy on there says, uh, this way, Monel, we've sealed all the regular airlocks for the duration of the emergency. The mine superintendent is sure that the Kuns will be back for another try, even though we can't spot them on our screens. And Monel says, then why'd the attack in the first place? What's the point in stealing a form of energy so powerful that no one's found a way to use it yet? He says, they're Kuns. Boy, they'll find a way. They'll make a new weapon. They'll make it a new weapon somehow. Um and uh, he says, uh, I wasn't involved when the Legion clobbered the Kun's uh, Earth invasion. That was, of course, Adventures 346 and 347. Uh, mm. But the UP was sure we wouldn't hear from them again. Their warlord, Charlak, was power mad, but not crazy enough to launch a fleet like the one, this one for show. He must know uh, how to control the stellar energy you're mining. And now they, I, I, I always look at the sort of the original Kund warlords and uh, it's kind of like the Klingons, you know, how they. Oh, were, yeah. Yeah. Um, They're all wearing gold lame. Well, the, you know, they, they just weren't <laughs> as frightening, um, shall we say. Yeah. Um, OK, so anyway, so. Um, uh, he says, I'm afraid this might be the beginning of a new plan to invade the... Monel, we've spotted the second attack force on our screens. The ships are so tightly masked, they, re they read as one immense unit flying toward us at super speed. And he says, then you keep your ships here, close to the mining platform, and I'll try to turn the armada back at a safe distance. There's a lot of very angry faces in this issue. Yes. Yeah. Um, that seem a little, you know, overwrought can, uh, in comparison to what they're saying. Uh, anyway, so he flies out there before the miners can even get their shuttlecraft out of their uh, out of their berths. Monel's form is flashing through star dappled space at the speed matched only by the streaming solar winds. Um, so yeah, flying fast, and he will fight because that's what he does. It is um, what he does. And we see the big star cruiser, and he's kind of freaked out, like, "Wow, no wonder the miners read it as a fleet signal." Um, and he explains what the Kuns are doing in this sector. Yep, it's got a manned crew. This must be the training flight, testing the UP's perimeter defenses. And uh, Gar and now they're saying Garlack um, probably <laughs> figured he could. Uh, which isn't that the one that um, Invisible Kid took down? I'm not sure. 
Um, he could pro grab the star mine as a bonus. Well, we'll see about that. And uh, he gets zapped, and he says, wasn't ready for that blast. My X-ray vision must have set off one of their sensors. And with no resistance to space, even a meteor repulsor ray packs quite a punch. Um, anyway, so yeah, there's zapping, and he's trying to figure out a, a way to get in, and he gets zapped again, like you do. Like you do. And, <laughs> um, and so he's like, okay, you know what? It's This is ridiculous. The only thing I'll accomplish this way is getting shot to pieces. Even Karate Kid isn't that stubborn. Uh, even interesting observation. Uh, uh -huh. Even if I dodge the defensive beam this juggernaut has, I still won't get anywhere. I can't cripple it seriously from out here without endangering the lives of everyone inside. So he does some super fl fast flying, and uh, um, and he's decided I'm I'm, I'm going to break this to this new toy of Garlax. And so he gets into the little vent um, because that's what you do in mm -hmm. 1978. Um, he says, my microscopic vision makes the coating on these as plain as a billboard in Superboy's time. If I knock these out, I'll cut off the uh, power to all sections of the starship. And um, um, so, yeah, he kind of makes his way through and uh, he hears a kachunk and he says, that's music to my ears. The dull thud of starship engines stopping. Uh, this debacle should keep the Kuns within their sphere of influence for a while. And when I get back to Earth, I'll have Wildfire arrange a UP. Uh, defense council session to consider whether they're a threat and uh, but that can wait at least until I finish my vacation ah so then back to vacation then <laughs> exactly exactly um, uh, just taking a quick peek at the I don't see too many I see one familiar name and that's uh, and I always forget how to pronounce his name uh, Borges uh, Harry Borges, uh, 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 Michael, help me with this, please. Um, <laughs> we need a pronunciation guy. He's told me before. I, I, I just forget. Um, uh, he says, it's a long time coming. Four years ago this week, the Legion took over of, as the stars of Superboy, and now 35 issues later, that fact has finally been recognized in, this, in the book's title, Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes. What a way to mark the occasion. Not only has the book been switched over to the 48-page format, but, uh, but 231 also gave us the best story since Paul Levitz succeeded Jim Shooter as a scripter. It's mm. a, a tough act to follow in anyone's book. After a couple of false starts, Paul has finally clicked with the series. The extra space he now has to work with probably has a lot to do with it because the Legion needs breathing room and plenty of it, not only to accommodate almost two dozen heroes, but to convincingly stage the Legion's adventures on the cosmic scale they were meant to work in. <clears throat> That's important, yeah. Um, yes. And he says, and with 34 pages to show their stuff, artists Sherman and Nasser came up with their best work on the book so far. Sherman has opened up the small, cramped, spent... Uh, uh, panels necessary when 25 pages of story were shoved into 17 or fewer are gone. There was room to develop the fight scenes naturally, and there was space enough for the close-up of, of Colossal Boy when Validus caught him in the gut, a panel that was worth the price of the book all by itself. A fine job from all concerned, including uh, Inker Jack Abel, who provided the vital artistic continuity between the chapters. Uh, Superboy and the Legion is heading in the right direction, guys. No doubt Legion fandom throughout the known universe and beyond will agree that 34 page tales are just what the doctor ordered now if paul new editor al milgram and the art staff see it the same way we'll be all as happy as a bismolian at mcdonald's huh wow uh, so Levitt's answers, he says, the reaction to our first giant size issue was overwhelmingly enthusiastic so much so that we're turning over the full two pages to it this issue 
uh, although not before sheepishly apologizing for forgetting Mike Nasser's penciling credit on Chapter 2 and the fact that Validus killed Invisible Kid in 203. Both mistakes were caught by numerous readers, and while we're getting our errata out of the way, allow us to apologize for a minute that uh, that crept in between issues. As stated in 232, Imsk threatened withdrawal from the United Planets over asteroid mining rights. The actual reason was, of course, correctly, list, correctly listened, listed in 234 as a dispute over Space Dragon hunting rights. Ah. He says, confusion as we paid, played uh, musical editors, writers, and artists last summer caused the error. Yeah, that makes sense. These yeah. things happen. Yeah. So. I think we actually caught that in the uh, in the review that we did. Fairly We're sure. Like, wait a minute, what? Huh? What? Okay. So, yep. Yeah. So, okay. So, anyway, we should get into the uh, the last one. The last story. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. We have um, words never spoken by Paul Levitz and Jim Sherman, um, Joe Rubenstein. Oh, sorry, Paul Levitz writer. Jim, James Sherman and Joe Rubenstein, artist. Milton Snappen, letterer, I think. Yeah, Milton Snappen. And yeah. Anthony Tolan, colorist, and Al Milgram, editor. At least I'm assuming that is Anthony Tolan. It's it, it M. Is. Tony Tolan. Okay. No, it's an asterisk that is set oh, is be it? between each credit. Just confuses uh, things. You'll gotcha. see it right above there. But yeah, so it is Tony Tolan, who is Anthony yeah. Tolan. Just um, making sure. Because if you'll remember, they referred to Al Milgram as Alan Milgram in the last story. Oh, um, and and but here I get my wish for uh, Sherman and Rubenstein and Rubenstein together. Well, there you go. Yeah, and they're not the only ones together because Lightning Lad and Saturn Girl are gazingly hey, lovingly now. in each other's eyes right now. Oh my. Um, um, Sun and Girl and Lightning Lad have reached just such a point in their young lives and have returned to her homeworld to make their choice. Their lives will never be the same. Oh, no. So they are on Titan. Um, the Star Gardens of Titan are legendary throughout the universe for their beauty. They possess a magic charm that reflects in the beaming faces of the lovers gathered there. The Constitution of the Legion is also legendary, an unyielding code that binds its members together. Now the two legends have met, and neither will be denied. And Saturn Girl says, no, Garth, I can't. You know how I feel about you, but marriage means leaving the Legion, and I can't do that. The Legion is my life. Do you think it means less to me, Imra? We grew up in the Legion. I don't want to leave it either. But we made the mistake of writing the Legion Constitution with a no-married-members clause, and even though we're both charter members, we haven't the right to change it. Right doesn't interest me. I just... No, we can't. I know how the others feel. Then we can't let them spoil our chance, Imra. We have to leave the Legion, darling. I may be the Legionnaire who knows the, the human mind best, Garth. But right now, I'm not sure I even know my own mind. But I think I know how I can decide. Mm. So we're at this point in their relationship. Ten years ago, Imra Ardeen came to, to Earth to study at the Science po Police Academy, and Garth Rands made the same journey to ask the aid of the Science Police. They were a little more than children at the time. A decade later, they are older and wiser, and now the science police turn to them for assistance. But they have ha not had as much opportunity for other kinds of growth, and the pain they feel today is as a result. You know, I graduated from the academy here on Titan, Garth, the greatest institute of psychic science in the United States. <clears throat> I'm sure that my old professors can help us sort this out. <laughs> Seems like an awfully cold way to make it to decide on a marriage, Emra. Perhaps, but you know better than anyone why I'm that way. Why I have to shut the whole world out to prevent it from crushing me with pain? I understand, but it still chills me. The rest of the short ride passes in silence until here we are, Garth, the Academy. 
Indeed, but how much happier I should have been if you had only said you were home, Imra. Professor Vindar! It is good to see you again, Imra. Every teacher longs to renew contact with his finest student. You flatter me, Professor, and he gives her a hug that I would consider intrusive. Um, it's a bit of a hug, and she's in her space bikini outfit, so... It was the lesson that you could not learn, the lesson of self. That was the only thing keeping you from becoming the greatest psychic in Titan's history. It's that lesson I need most, Professor, now. There's a choice I'm, that I must make, and I can't. I see, and what is your role in this young man? I guess I'm the choice, or one of them anyway. I've asked Emma to marry me. She's far more dear to me than our work in the Legion. But I'm not sure we'd be the same without the Legion, and I'm afraid to take the chance. The problem is clear, and perhaps the solution will be as well. I suggest our Sensacomp simulator, which can create artificial situations that may clarify your choices. The simulator will cancel your telepathic powers, Imran, and create a series of harmless test events, each of which should enhance your mutual understanding. Okay. Mm -hmm. That sounds, quote-unquote, easy enough. And if nothing more can be said about the Legionnaires, one thing at least is true. They do know when to act, and they go into the room. This is amazing. They had nothing like this when I was a student here. That's a break. I didn't think you had stepped something into something like this twice. For you, Garth, darling, I Garth, I dare anything. I know that, my love. And the door stop, um, um, basically closes. But before further endearments can be activated, the Sensicon stimulator is activated, and the surrounding room fades into a pattern of psychic psychedelics that finally resolves itself into a world gone mad. Mad, I say. This is a riot scene, Emra. I thought the test situation was supposed to be harmless. They are. Obviously, something has gone terribly wrong. In that case, I suggest we get out of here immediately. This is insane. These rioters are all unreal. Just products of our imaginations as directed by the computer. It may be unreal, Emra, but it's still deadly dangerous. Garth! Help! Emra, what's going on here? Why are they trying to kill us? That's a good question, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Let that woman go, damn you. What's happening? Has that blasted computer blown all its logic circuits? And precisely, and Lightning Lad himself is to blame, for the delicate circuits of the Sensicomp have been disturbed by his unique electrical nature, and its governing circuit has dis just disintegrated into free-floating electrons, leaving him and Saturn Girl trapped in terror. Mm. Are you all right, Imra? As soon as I shot off those lightning bolts, the world started to come apart, and now even the rioters are fading. You short-circuited the illusion before we reached the point of deadly stress. Now a new one will just form in its place. As I understand it from the journal articles I've read, the Sensicomp works on a set time cycle, if even that is still functioning properly. And within seconds, the new illusion forms. We're in some sort of interdimensional space, and without radios or telepathic plugs, there's, no there's no way to communicate. My powers being canceled by the Sensicomp can't reach Garth to explain how important it is we survive the illusion, because if we die in here, we die in reality as well. Ah, it's always the way. Always. Panic. It doesn't take it doesn't need much to start. Even the bravest of heroes can succumb to it when he's suddenly alone. Each of the legionnaires is attacked from a different direction, assaulted by constructs of the very device that was supposed to aid them. And both know they can't prevail against their respective foe. For Garth Ron's potent as his energy bolts are, is being overpowered by his opponent. And Mimra Ardeen, her mental powers canceled by the sense of cop, is even more hopelessly trapped by her six armed robot captor. Oh no. Six arms. Hentai. No. <laughs> but her training with karate um, 
with Karate Kid. Okay, serves her well. And this, um, and she musters enough strength and skill to throw her attacker off. Even as a third tornado-like opponent materializes within the chamber, we get a kaboom and a badoom. Oh, yeah. Outnumbered and unable to even to communicate with each other, desperation seizes the two legionnaires. And then in a single moment, their eyes meet and they know what they must do. Although denied their normal means of communication, the bond between them is strong. Strong enough to somehow convey the idea that they will be able to survive. Swiftly, the heroes combine their efforts, forcing their three opponents together. The robot assassin and live-in blaster are drawn into the deadly space storm, with a result that can only be described as explosive. And even as the roar of the explosion echoes in what had been airless space, the environment of the testing chamber shifts once more and returns to reality. Imra, something shorted out the sensor comp controls. We couldn't shut it down until it completed its sequence. What happened? What went wrong? Wrong? Nothing, Professor. Nothing at all. We came looking for our answer, and we found it. You were cordially invited to the wedding of Garth Rons mm-hmm. and Imra Ardeen in the all-new Collector's Edition of Superboy and the Legion on sale next month. Be there for the event of a lifetime. The tabloid. The big tabloid. Yes. Indeed. Indeed. So there we go. There we go, sir. And we've already covered the tabloid, I believe. So, yes, we have. Yes. yes, indeed. All right. So let me just. Uh... So, you know, I got my wish for Rubenstein over, uh, um, over uh, Sherman. Eh. 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 You know, part of it was some of the color choices were wonky. Like there was a lot of really heavy eye makeup. Oh yeah, There's, but I think that's more a, a reflection of the time that they were drawing in. Yes and no, because it's wildly inconsistent. Mm, um, you know, you you get on sort of page um, four of the story. She's got this heavy green eye makeup, and then when you turn to page four, it's gone. Mm. And uh, you know that. Very inconsistent, and so yes, it was definitely of the time, but it, it is applied um, inconsistently. Gotcha, and, and and it just makes for makes for an odd, uh, an odd artistic choice, an odd uh, editorial choice um, to to let that lie. So mm. um, anyway, uh, let's see here. How do I get out of my full screen here there we go. Hit, hit the little x there i'm sure that that'll do it okay so um anything to add no no you no that's it i'm good i'm good all right that is uh issue 236 done um we will continue on with superboy in the legion next week and uh just trying to see what do we have coming up here um because i think we're headed shortly into earth war yeah and um and i just kind of want to look at uh, i just want to take a little peek ahead <laughs> a little peek a little peek and, just a little uh, peek you know just the tip um, uh, hey 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 and uh you know and, and again like you know we've got and 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 this was kind of a transition period because we have of course uh um uh, Sherman now and we would get that that you know midway through Earth War he would move on and uh, then uh, Joe Staten would take over uh-huh. and um, there we go so 237 is uh, mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, we got some we got some neat stuff coming up. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're not we're not nearly into in. Uh, I think Earth War starts uh, in a couple of months, and uh, because we've got that whole Anrid thing happening. Oh, that's right, the Anrid right. thing. We're gonna see Grimbor come back, mm, or for the first time. Um, wait. No, we've seen Grimbor. Wait, no, no, we I, we've done an issue with him in it, but I think this is his first appearance that's coming oh, up. We'll, we'll see him again for the first time. Yes. Exactly, again. Yes. Yeah, lots of cool stuff coming up. Is is mm. what we're saying, guys. Yep, yep. All right. So uh, comments, as always, are welcome at legionofsubstitutepodcasters.gmail.com you can join in the conversation on our Facebook page which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com we are on the Twitter we are at LOSP podcast and in addition to all these things you can head over to our website legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com where you can leave a comment on this or any episode and with that we make our way back into the time bubble and we will see you all next week three dimensional chess for the win people <laughs>